I'm so glad you've joined us. My name is Sharon Feckety, the host of the Broken Road to Mental Health podcast. So we are all on this broken road together, everybody. We are under construction and we're going to go through this together. One of the reasons I decided to create this podcast was because the only way to normalize this conversation about mental health is continue to have it. So you will be hearing from some very special people on this podcast, people that have lost loved ones to suicide or overdose, uh, mental health professionals, people that are trudging the road through recovery right now as we speak, people that are on the other side and offering tips to all of us that are still under construction. Thank you for joining us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Broken Road to Mental Health. I'm Sharon Feckety, your host, and I'm so happy to have Kathy Long, licensed marriage and family counselor, who is the founder of 360 Counseling, right here where I have an office in Clearwater. So welcome to the show, Kathy. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm very um, excited first to say that um, I have the opportunity to interview wonderful clinicians and healers within our community. So our community knows that you exist because if there is a time that we need you, the time is now. <laughs> so Kathy, I'd like for the audience just to get to know you a little bit, please um, just let us know your why and why you started on this journey of, of helping others. Um, I'm sure it's a passion, but I'd, I'd rather hear it firsthand because I too am an audience member. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, my journey started a very long time ago. I was in the military for 10 years. I, um, right after 9-11, I ended up overseas, like many of us. Um, I was in the reserves at that time. So I, um, you know, got swooped away. It um, ended my first marriage because I was gone for a year and a half um, due to Operation Noble Eagle and Enduring Freedom. Um, so it was really hard. I was in my senior year of college at that time. And um, so I was kind of down. I was really down on myself. I was down on um, on everything that was going on in our, our country, in our world. And um, I kind of got back up. I uh, finished my degree, uh, my bachelor's degree from Cal State in sociology. So it was always something that I wanted to do. Um, moved back home to Florida because I was living in San Diego at the time. Moved back home, um, you know, to kind of heal from all of that and um, be surrounded by people who um, could help me, my family. And um kind of fell into being a law enforcement officer. I um, had some experience when I was overseas of doing um, security type work. So I became a Clearwater police officer and I did that for 17 great years. I met my husband the first day of work. Wow, um, how exciting. First day. We have one beautiful daughter and um, we have just had the best relationship. And so kind of fast forwarding through that journey, um, I knew I wanted to go back to grad school. And at the time I was a school resource officer mm -hmm. and I was helping kids. I was seeing this huge need for uh, kids to just join. And even being a police officer, they come into my office, they just spill just these heart-wrenching stories. And it just made me go back to why I got my degree in sociology and why I even wanted to be a police officer to help people. And I just, it, it just resonated with me. So I went back to grad school while, while I was working full-time. Um, and then worked in managed care and did all of that. And then once I was able to um, open my own practice, 
I realized there was a huge need in our community for that. And um, so I am a marriage and family therapist, but I really do a lot of trauma work. Um, mm. I am trained in EMDR, which I find to be um, amazing. And um, for me, just like you said, um, Sharon, I have been through it myself and, um, you know, been through my own traumas and having someone else help me through it helped me realize just the uh, amazing effect that could have on someone else. And um, I retired about a year and a half ago. I did retire a little early because um, I just felt this pull to just do this full time. And I was doing it part time and it was taking a little bit of toll on my family because I was working so much and uh, my practice was starting to become successful. So my husband and I, um, you know, made the decision to let me just do this. And it's been very successful. And that now my practice has grown to six of us. And I'm really proud of that. And um, everyone has a different niche and um, a different excitement. And we are growing and we're, we're happy to serve our, our community. And um, Wow, this is great. So I yeah, I have a million questions for you. So um, first of all, thank you for doing that. I think when people realize that there is a need and then they build a business around it. Um, it always thrives. So thank you for um, having the courage to do that. I know as an entrepreneur myself, how difficult it is to um, get out there and take that chance when, you know, there's that everyday paycheck <laughs> that we're, we were used to getting. And then we have to re really, really work really hard to uh, just to maintain a living. So um, I'm from New York. You said 9-11. Of course, I'm thrown back into you know, the trauma of what that was for the world. And, and now we're living in very traumatic times. I've been uh, calling them throughout this pandemic, little baby traumas are being thrown at us on a daily basis. So um, before we really dive into that, because I really do love that you specialize in trauma, and I don't think it's talked about enough. Um, Tell me a little bit about the healers that you have within your practice and, and where they specialize. So people, if they're looking for somebody can understand that you have a, a whole group full of healers. Well, where do I start? So I have a director of operations, Nicole. She is a marriage specialist in God. She's gotten and trained. She's also trained in EMDR. So she can kind of do a plethora. She really loves to deep dive into what's really the root of the problem. So she does most of my marriage work. She also does a lot of my trauma work. Um, she's just overall amazing. She's the person I would go to if I was seeking a therapist. Um, she's a lot like me. We kind of came up together um, through grad school and through our internship trainings. Um, next is Julia. Julia's special place in my heart because she specializes in our kiddos. And I just find that there's you have to really be special to really help our teenagers, especially our middle schoolers, really tough time for them. Yeah. She does. She has a client right now as, as young as four years old, and she's really helping them through the loss of um, a parent and all the way up to, you know, she sees everyone, but she really, really specializes in those adolescents, teenagers, and the transitioning clients who mm -hmm. are going off to college. She really has a special um, a niche for those. Mm. Um, maybe Megan, she is an overall amazing soul. <laughs> she, um, she really specializes in grief work. She does a lot of work with, um, with pretty much, I guess, all demographics. I really don't say that she has um, a specific niche. She does have things that she likes. I think grief work is probably her, her specialty. Mm -hmm. Um, next we have Beth. She is a licensed, um, clinical social worker. She actually used to be all of our supervisors and I, uh, uh -huh. <laughs> so, <laughs> recently, and she is amazing. She has worked in the field for so long. She brings just great, um, 
advice to all of us actually. And she, she really specializes in postpartum, um, perinatal. So it's really awesome to have that because I find that, you know, postpartum is just not talked about enough. And you go to that six week appointment after you have your child and just pretend everything's okay, even though you're crumbling inside. And she's just really able to kind of help them with those women just really find what, what their need is, whether it's medication, she'll refer out for that, or whether it's just someone to talk to. Um, mm-hmm. They just don't realize that they have a space for that. And then our newest is Chris. She's coming to us from San Diego, where I spent wow. many years. Um, she just came here and she actually um, specializes in a lot of 504 and IEP type stuff for the schools. So nice. we're really excited to bring her on. She um, has a, a a bunch of different modalities that she's bringing to us. So she's starting with us um, starting this month and we're really excited to have her because she's just bringing something that none of us are really specialized in. I think we all know about, you know, the school and how that stuff goes, but she's going to be really able to help these families navigate through that process and really help them. Um, you know, I just find that it's really, really difficult to deal with the school system and to get them to listen to you and know that your kid or your child has some kind of a learning disability or just needs a little bit extra help. And she's going to be able to help those parents navigate through, um, through the system. I love it. It's so great that you have all of these women, <laughs> you know, full woman owned running practice. It's fantastic <laughs> right here in Clearwater. Okay. So let's get into trauma a little bit. <laughs> let's just dive right into trauma. <laughs> so, um, I, I love to share, um, this little piece of my story. So people understand how long it took for me to get to a place where I can, I can put the pieces together now of, of why I fell into such a deep, dark hole in my depression, um, 27 years ago. Um, I was told that I had a chemical imbalance and that I needed to go on antidepressants and that I'd probably be medicated for, you know, as long as I was sober. So fast forward 27 years, I, um, I was only on the, those medications for six months. And listen, it, as soon as somebody told me I was going to be able to take a pill, giving this to a drug addict and an alcoholic, I, I think right then I started feeling better. Um, and so, and I'm, I'm not here to say that there's anything wrong with medication. I never want people to think that I'm, you know, anti-medication. I'm certainly not, but I do know now today, um, after releasing my book in 2019, I just, I relived all of my trauma when I wrote that book and I was like, I couldn't sleep at night. I was, you know, I just, I, I knew I was giving this wonderful gift to others, but it really was made me reflect on all of the years. Now I had, you know, recovery through my 12 step program. Um, I have wonderful support, the love of my parents, all of this wonderful, you know, my family, um, great career, all of that stuff. But once you stop and look at the history, now it's very clear to me. So I read this book called Lost Connections by Johan Hari. I don't know if you're familiar, but you would love it. And it's all about that trauma and, you know, how we need community and there's so many resources. And I, you know, I just started thinking like how many people I have seen in my own life that have been medicated since they got sober or just since they went to see somebody and then they never changed it or they go to their primary care doctor and they say they're having anxiety and they get on a medication and then that's it. They're on medication forever. So um, I love that you are, are working with 
trauma and working with EMDR. So I would like for you to explain a little bit about what that does, what it is, so the audience realizes that it's out there and and there might be something else to look at, right? Besides just taking medication. Absolutely. People come to me from all over um, trying to get relief from these complex traumas. And um, one thing that I didn't mention when I was law enforcement officer, I was also a sex crimes investigator. So I, you know, I really um, resonate with anyone who's had sexual trauma in the past. And so people come to me with all kinds of complex traumas, no matter what it is to them, it's their trauma. I don't care. It doesn't have to be war um, war torn. It it can just be their own, um, their own traumas. So when they come to me, we kind of start peeling back the layers and when we can identify that event, um, I do the modality called EMDR and I utilize the Theratappers mostly because the pandemic, it keeps us six feet apart and, um, and they can kind of work through the process on their own. EMDR is eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. Mm-hmm. And what it means is it takes this trauma and how I explain it in layman's terms, really, because we can go into the neuroscience of it, but I'll just bore you all to death. And, and <laughs> <laughs> um, So how I like to... Um, say it to my clients is it takes this trauma from being on this pedestal and it just knocks it off. Mm -hmm. And the trauma doesn't erase. This isn't men in black. I can't, you know, do a little wand and erase it from your mind. But what it's going to do, it's not going to hold that heavy weight from you anymore. And it really unpacks that backpack for my clients. And it really helps them go, oh, this was holding so much stress in all aspects of my life. And I keep remembering it. And I might dream about it. And I might think about it as I'm driving and I might disassociate. And it's going to take all of that and it's going to eliminate that part of it from you. And it really, when I watch that process, it gives me goosebumps just talking about it right now. Because when I watch the process of someone starting EMDR to the end of it, their relief that they see is so overwhelmingly amazing. It mm. is I love every minute of it. Um, it's just to be a trauma therapist and really get someone that true relief from something that they may have been stuck on for 30 years. You know, even it doesn't have to be something that just happened. It could be something they've just been holding on to and maybe they've never even told anyone. I have lots of people that I can finally dig and, and, and that's what I love to do. That's my specialty is I'll just dig, dig, dig until I find out what it really is. And then once we identify it, we work through it because we don't need medication to kind of work through that. Yes, we may need it. And you're absolutely right. And there's a place for medication. But if I can get you that relief without you having to be on something to help your panic attacks and help those, um, that's really what my goal is, is just to make you the best version of yourself. Whoa. Yeah. I love this. Um, because, you know, I refer a lot of, <laughs> I refer to a lot of psychiatrists, <clears throat> excuse me, psychologists, therapists, and beyond. And I have a lot of people that ask me about EMDR, TMS, you know, all of these, I don't, you know, I've never tried it myself, so I wouldn't know, but I can see how, especially now, right. Because we've all been in, even though we're in Florida, right. We're like, whatever goes, goes. (laughs) I was talking to my New York doctor yesterday and she's like, you really live in the land of the free down there. Don't you? So um, it's been such an isolation for all of us, um, a a new way of navigating through the world. And I think people have had these moments of just stillness. And it's in that stillness um, where you're thinking about or maybe flashes of things that have happened to you in the past are coming back. So I think that it's such a, a powerful tool to offer to patients that are, are not really sure why these things are coming, why they're coming up for them now. But I, I do believe, well, you know, because you're so busy in your practice right now, 
that um, there's so many people out there struggling. We interrupt this awesome podcast to tell you about our sponsor, Thai Technology. They are a voice over IP phone company with superior voice services to businesses across the United States. So get this, Thai Technology only takes on referral customers. What does that mean? Their entire client roster is filled with satisfied customers. So why do I love them so much? Because they're the very best when it comes to excellence in customer services. So they're local here in Tampa Bay, but that doesn't mean that they can't service your amazing organization. If you mention this podcast to Thai Technology, you will get the first three months for free. So don't forget to mention the broken road to mental health in life and in business. Thanks for listening. What do, what do you think has been the, the leading, I've asked other counselors this question, and I'm, I'm going to tell you, they all say anxiety. Is, do you find that it's the leading cause of people coming to your practice today? I think that's what they initially come for. I think they they feeling they're feeling flooded and they don't really know why. And um, so I do get a lot of phone calls. I mean, we do marriage stuff too, so it, sometimes they're in, in crisis that way. But I think once their anxiety gets to a point where they can't handle it and manage it on their own, they do call. So yes, I, I do see that. But I will say that most of the time, anxiety is is derived from complex traumas and other things. So that's where we can kind of really identify it. And you know, that's that's not. They don't really know. They don't know any different. They just know that my heart races and sometimes I'm having panic attacks. And sometimes they come to us after they've had an ER visit because they thought they were having a heart attack that is just a panic attack. And I wish they would refer more to a therapist on that. Usually they just send them home with uh, some drugs, as we know. Um, but really, that's just psychotherapy. We need to help you through that. And and um, that's something that we can do here is, is really help you through those panic attacks and really teach you um lots of different ways to kind of not disassociate and not kind of have to get flooded like that. Um, and, um, but yes, I would say anxiety, um, the isolation has been hard. I have lots of clients who have family members in nursing homes and that isolation and just lots of really sad stories. I do think the pandemic has made people, um, you know, really need, need therapists more. Um, I'm not sure if that's why we're, we're, we're finding so, so many more people coming, but, um, we are here to help everyone and we're, we're definitely, we're, we're open and, um, and we are, we're ready to, to help anyone who needs it through their process. Do you guys offer teletherapy? Or are you all in person? Oh, good. We, okay. we do. We do both. We do. Um, it just depends on their comfort level. Right now, you know, um, there for a while, everyone was coming in because um, they felt safe. And then now, you know, the Delta variant has kind of um, bumped up a little bit. So it's really whatever their um, their comfort level is. Everyone is trained in, um, in telehealth and in person. And so whatever, we really want our clients to be as comfortable as they possibly can. So if they can't really get out of their house, we do have agoraphobes and people who just have a tough time even getting in their car and coming to the office. Um, so we will see them in telehealth if that's what their comfort level is um, until they're able to come in. But it's, we really just put it on them. Not It's, it's not our comfort level. We want mm-hmm. them to be as comfortable as they can. So when I sit back and think about you, Kathy Long, I think about um, somebody who's been in the military um, post 9-11, um, law enforcement, <laughs> through divorce, um, and then wonderful uh, meeting of your husband going back to school, um, opening up her own business. My question for you is, what do you do as a healer to take care of you? 
I am an extreme advocate for self-care. Um, <laughs> I talk about it often in my practice. Um, you know, when I was a police officer and working my practice at night, I was terrible at self-care. I was falling asleep on the couch at seven o'clock at night. My husband, I was really not present. You know, he was taking over a lot of those duties. And now that I'm able to really make my own schedule, I am really trying to boundary set early and often as I will tell my clients to do as well. And so I love to do things um, with my daughter. We go boating a lot. We do crafts. My husband and I date often. Um, he is my best friend and my, uh, and so we have an amazing marriage. So we date each other um, at least weekly. We have lunches almost daily. Um, we'd rather be with each other than not. And so that really helps me really help our, my clients. And um, I know as we were talking earlier, I am going on a, um, a ladies retreat here coming up next month and it is going to be all on as soon as I found it, I was like, absolutely. It's all about self-care, um, yoga and massages and facials and all the things that are just girly and amazing. And I'm looking forward to three days of just really focusing on myself. I'm so jealous. Take me, Kathy. Take me with you. <laughs> yes. Mona McGregor, who we've had on the show, who's a licensed mental health counselor. I mean, the fact that it's run by you know, a licensed mental health counselor, and there's going to be yoga and facials and sunset cruises and <laughs> uh, in September right here. So I, I'm pretty sure there's still some openings. So if anybody's listening or watching um, is interested, I, I highly recommend it too. Um, I think if anything, this pandemic has taught me that the most important thing is that we take care of ourselves first because we can't take care of anybody else if we're not taking care of ourselves. That's why I always ask that question. Working in this medical industry for so long, I see firsthand how everybody is stretched. And it's really so important that all of us take a moment to, to breathe and, and take care of ourselves because we deserve it. <laughs> So Kathy, before we go today, um, is there anything that you want the audience to know um, about, you know, I'm sure that you are very aware of all of the stigma that is related to um, self-help and self-care and therapy and going to seek help. We have suicide um, prevention month coming up in September. So what do you, what do you want to say to the audience today that might be struggling and unsure of what to do? Well, definitely. I know the hardest part is picking up the phone and making the phone call. That's always the hardest part. Um, do your research, find someone who, who you really connect with. Um, that's always the hardest part too, is finding someone that you can you know, tell your deep, dark secrets to. We hope we have a comfortable environment here at 360 Counseling um, to provide that to our, our, our clients. Um, but definitely make the phone call. Um, I think a lot of people wait until they're just in such crisis that they, they need it immediately. And even though we here try to get people in as soon as possible, we want to make sure that you're not in that extreme crisis. We want to make sure that you're coming in when maybe when things aren't completely terrible, but you know that they're kind of maybe volleying that way. That way we can really start the process and really get you that relief before it gets too bad that you're just overly flooded. Mm, I love that. So now, of course, the question I always get when I am referring somebody, um, you're a private practice. So I'm going to just assume it is self-pay. Yes, That's we are. We are self-pay. Um, you know, we do a super bill, which most 
do. It's the out of network. Um, you know, as, as you know, I've, I've been through that rigmarole, even trying to find a therapist who's in EMDR or not, I'm sorry, um, EAP or who's through my insurance. And then they dictate, well, you can only see them six times. Well, what if six times isn't enough for me? Or what if three times isn't enough? And what if this and that? And then, you know, most people who take insurance are just so bogged down that they can't get you in for three weeks. Well, when you're in crisis, you're not in crisis in three weeks, you're in crisis today. And so we do our best at getting our, our clients in within 48 hours if we can, um, and most of the time we can. And so we really, we're at $100 a session and we do prepaid bundles. We do everything we can to make it as affordable as possible. Um, but yes, there's lots of reasons, as you know, why we are in private practice and why we do it the way we, we are. And, and, and what we find is that if you really need it, you'll not eat out one night and you'll put your, your money into mental health or you're, you'll kind of just rearrange what you, you're spending your money on because your mental health is so important. And, um, and we definitely believe in that. So um, I will make a plea for the same. <clears throat> Excuse me, my voice is going this morning. <clears throat> I'm talking too much, Kathy. That's the problem. I need to go on retreat. <laughs> okay. I have a husband who works for UPS. And anybody that knows UPS knows that they have the best insurance. So we have a family plan. It pays 100% of our insurance. I pay $100 out of pocket to see a therapist and, and I drive 35 minutes to go see this therapist because that's how important <laughs> my <laughs> mental health is to me. And I'm an entrepreneur. So, you know, like, well, we don't have $100 bills just floating around. We try to keep all of that money in our business, but it's so important to me at 27 years sober at somebody who works on herself on a daily day on basis. Absolutely. It is so important, more so now than ever. And so um, for anybody that's out there, I, cause I hear it every day. Just yesterday, I got a phone call from a friend who wanted me to send my book to somebody who's struggling, who is of, of Latin descent. You know, they don't go. She said, mommy, we don't go to therapy. Okay. We just don't, we don't tell anybody. That's a very bad um, right very bad um, depiction of the lovely Spanish uh, language that's out there, but my friends know that's what I do. So um, I just think it's so important. And, um, and I love that you have a private practice and if people care enough about their mental health, they're going to seek out the right people. So all of your information about everyone that you mentioned today is on your website. We're going to have all of that information on the show notes. Um, so people can just click and find out more. I love that you try to get people in from 24 to 48 hours, because I know there's a lot of practices where there's like a month or two months wait. And a perfect example is my own fit mother who went to go get therapy inside the managed care system. She had to wait two months and the day of her appointment, they called to cancel. That's unfortunate. Wow. <laughs> you're so nice Kathy you said that's unfortunate <laughs> that's bullshit people <laughs> right. and that that's the, the, the problem and I think 
there's not enough people that are, are really able to get people in. And, and I, when people call and ask, oh, do you take this insurance or that? I say, no, but go here and I'll give them the psychology today and try to find, you know, but if you can't, please circle back around and, yeah. and call us back and we will do our best to get you in immediately. And a lot of times they do. Um, we find that they'll, they'll make 25 phone calls before they finally realize that it's bullshit. And then yeah, they call that's it. right. <laughs> and they, it's bullshit, Kathy. We all want. We do have a, um, a program. Is it okay that I talk about it? We have please. A, yes, yes, yes. So we do have a first responder program. We um, oh, yes. we partnered with the John Maroney Legacy Foundation. John Maroney was a, a county commissioner in Pinellas County for many, many years, and he has passed. But his um, passion was first responders. And he had a first responder dinner every year. I was lucky enough to go many times um, and um, and see people get awards. And he he was really all about giving back to our, our community. And so a couple of years ago, I was asked, what should his legacy live on? And I, I kind of said, hey, we need our law enforcement, our first responders, our firefighters, our EMS to have low or no cost mental health counseling by practitioners who actually understand what it is to be in that kind of um, in that kind of field. But I only didn't want to just extend it to them because there are programs that will just see first responders, but I wanted their families, their children, their wives to be able to come as well. So luckily we've been able to get local and federal dollars for this um, program. Um, our practice 360 counseling and Tampa Bay psychology we both partnered together and we both help all first responders in Pinellas County at free or no cost, um, low, uh, low or no cost. Um, so if you are out there and you are a first responder and you're struggling, we definitely understand what you're going through. If it's your child, if it's you, if it's your wife, um, if it's a family member, we can definitely try to get you into that program. Um, both of our companies see these. Uh, I see lots of police officers. Obviously, they under I understand what they're going through. They understand. I've been married to a, a SWAT sniper for 18 years. I understand, you know, the callouts and and the shift changes and all of that. So, um, so I just wanted to kind of give a little plug to that program because I also know, being in law enforcement, that we're all on a budget as well and um, trying to raise our families. And so, this is a program that is my passion project. It is something that, even though um, you know I'm not in law enforcement anymore, I still know that that community is so underserviced and the trauma that they see on a day-to-day -day basis, our EMS, our, our firefighters, going to accidents, going to um, people who were hurt, going to people in crisis, um, it is something that it just, they don't have their outlet. And so that's what we give here. We give that outlet. So if you're out there and you're hearing and it's something that you need, please give us a call. Um, it's on my website under the first responders tab. You can, um, there's a little bit of, about me being in law enforcement, but you can click on it. You can put in an application and we can definitely get you in as soon as possible. Oh, yay. <laughs> you know, I have a lot of friends that are um, on the force and, um, and so I recommend where people should go. So it's one of the, the reasons that I, I asked Kathy first, I'm like, how come it's not the first thing on your website? And, and I, re, you know, now listening to and understanding, even in, in my own business, because I've worked with doctors for so long, and then I expanded to a media company because I wanted to work with, wanted to work with everybody. I wanted to be able to help all different kinds of healers. I didn't want to be in this one box, but I do believe like for myself, when I found somebody that was a recovering heroin addict, um, I just related so much and I, I felt like I didn't have to explain some of that stuff. So it was just comforting and 
supportive knowing that there was somebody that had been there and, and understood. And I think it's so important that we take care of our first responders. My God, if anybody deserves to uh, have an hour to vomit all over and talk about themselves, they do. Ret and retreats galore. <laughs> Kathy, I really appreciate you being here today. Thank you so much. I can't wait for more people to know about you because your services are so desperately needed. And, uh, and I hope everybody, you know, that listens to this today will take away that it is okay to not be okay. And then if you need help, that help is here. So thank you so much, Kathy. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Don't forget to check out Thai Technology. Anyone that mentions this podcast or the Facebook show will receive three free months of service. T-I-E Technology. Check them out.